Hey, thanks for watching the video or listening. If you haven't subscribed before, please do. That would be really helpful to me. Today, we are going to have Kelly Highmore, who is the owner of Adamus Jiu-Jitsu. We're going to cover a couple of my favorite subjects, some martial arts, some jiu-jitsu, talking about the expansion of his gyms in a time when it seems like nobody's expanding. We're also going to even talk a little bit about boxing, which is fun and, and very new to me. Y'all ready for this? Welcome to the Dan DeVerna Podcast, where we talk about business, life, and how to win it both. So here with Kelly Highmore, he's the owner of Adamus Jiu-Jitsu here in Toledo. And uh, and Perrysburg and Perrysburg, yeah. Right. I always think I just think the Toledo thing captures the whole essence, but there's definitely two separate entities kind of running inside of the inside of the umbrella or under the umbrella, right? Don't yeah, you think? A hundred percent. There's different energy in each gym, and you can feel it when you walk in. There's yeah. just different personalities to it. Yeah, both for sure. both unique, both really good, but they're definitely different. So, and you've got really, I mean, the talent level is is incredible starting with you know the lead coach who is black belt world champion dante leone who you know 170 pounds one of the best pound for pound guys in the world so a really big deal there yeah he's phenomenal i mean we are so lucky to have someone of dante's caliber in jiu-jitsu but like i always tell everyone his personality and who he is as a man is even greater than his jiu-jitsu yeah it's kind of it's kind of neat and i Obviously, there's not a lot of people that have, you know, the perspective you have because you've lived with. How long has has he lived with you? Almost six years. Yeah. So you, six, I mean, half, yeah. you've got a very special relationship with him, and you've been able to see him, you know, kind of develop. Obviously, you're yeah. not kind of exactly develop, but I've known him for a couple of years, and the fact that he's 25 years old. When you look at him physically, you see that matches. But when you talk to him, he does not like he whether it's he's an old soul or just like he's mature way beyond his years. Yeah. And like the fact that he can go out and kind of rip somebody's head off <laughs> and then in the next day be rolling with somebody like me where he's got, you know, got an old guy that he's got to be gentle with like this he's the kid's unbelievable it's unbelievable really, it's, it's way way more mature than his age no ego involved at all i mean obviously to be a great competitor you have to have a little ego yeah but outside of competition he's the most humble hard-working guy i've ever met in my life yeah it's pretty pretty awesome it's cool to see him throwing around the weights the way he does and oh my god and then you know throwing around the bodies the way he does too yeah. at time, so. his his weightlifting is unbelievable i think we used to have a strength coach, and he used to tell me all the time that he could be a national level power lifter if he just chose to lift weights instead of yeah. jujitsu. That's how strong and how good his technique is in lifting. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, but your history in kind of the the fight sport of fighting has gone way before this the jujitsu stuff yeah. with Dante, right? Like, how long have you been doing? the boxing to MMA to whatever. Tell us a little background on, on that stuff. Yeah. So I started 
training boxing when I was 10. My dad's a former was a former professional boxer, and uh, he used to just work out with me at home and teach me boxing. And then when I got a little older, he started taking me to gyms. So I stayed in boxing. I boxed a little in the Marine Corps. I got out. I got some jobs in Vegas as a sparring partner for some guys fighting for titles. And I, I was going to turn pro, but I just didn't pull the trigger. I came home. Didn't do anything for a long time. And then uh, some guy asked me, because MMA was coming along, he asked me, heard I had boxed, and he said he needed help with his stand-up. So he invited me into his gym to teach him boxing, and then it just kind of took off from there. Um, I met Dante at the, a gym that that guy owned, and that was like when he was 12 years old, 13 years old maybe. Okay. So almost so, yeah. 13 years, 12 years I known him. That's awesome. Yeah. Good, good. So you've evolved, like your gym at one point was, what else was it before it became a pure jujitsu, and now it's evolving even beyond that, right? Yeah, we used to, we, we went by the name of Bad Dog. We were a boxing MMA gym. Okay. So um, when I, the gym, Dante and I both started out together, I left and started my own gym, and Dante stayed there, but then I just went into boxing and MMA, training and managing fighters, not not really like uh, for classes, but actual fighters. Okay. So that's how it kind of went from there. Interesting. Okay. So one of the things that's kind of neat about um, about our evolution or what I'm seeing now is you're starting to evolve into, uh, like, we're getting some boxing classes. And I know you're in charge of that, which puts you back in the middle of everything a little bit more than it was, but but – what what inspired you to get back into that? Because that's that's kind of a, a you thing, right? Like that's yeah. kind of a little bit more where you are, right? Yeah, I I kind of got burnt out from training uh, athletes about four or five years ago, and I don't think I really have trained anyone in three years. Uh huh. So I was just getting burnt out. I took a break. Um, our good buddy Santos Flores kept telling me, "Come on, come back, come back, teach," and I just didn't have the energy or the the want to. And then uh, COVID hit, and we had to come up with ways of raising money to help send our fighters to camps or bring people in. And mm -hmm. I thought, okay, well, I'll teach some boxing privates. I have some people interested in uh, privates, so I'll take that money and I'll give it to the fighters to go train. And then people just kept asking me and asking me, so I said, okay, I'll start teaching classes and just kind of took off from there. So, so I, I'm going to go down a little rabbit hole here because I find this very interesting. So I was with you, oh boy, it's a little over a year ago when I first heard the story about your lifestyle, you know? So when I think about the way you're living, it's different than anyone else that I know. So Don, we, we kind of covered that Dante lives with you. Yeah. Right, but but tell us a little bit more about who else right this minute lives in the house that you own. Uh, almost all the instructors live with us. Uh, Daniel Calvert, Brad Schneider, and Nilo. I, sorry, I don't know his last name. So <laughs> That's kind of funny. Here, so uh, they're they're staying with me right now. So these guys are jujitsu fanatics. Yes. Who are either high level amateurs or low not low-level professionals, but beginning their professional track. And they are, they've come here to train with Dante, who's one of the best in the world, and they are our coaches. 
And so that's pretty neat. But the part that's so unique is that they they all live with you. Right. And, and you've just opened up your, your house to say, hey, while you guys are here doing this this thing, you're allowed, I guess, to be under my roof and, and we'll take care of, of that part. And that's a, like, that's a big lifestyle choice for them, because, but they're young men that that's kind of part of the cutting their teeth part. But with you... You know, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to explain. <laughs> like that's a that's <laughs> a really unique thing. Like yeah. I I I just I don't have any parallels to draw. I don't know anyone else that has anything like that 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 I could even reference. I just think it's it's pretty pretty cool. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's pretty neat. I'm sure it it's got its neat moments, and I'm sure it has its moments that aren't so neat for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it's been pretty good. Um, we're in a position right now we're going to transfer these guys into their own home soon so i think it'll benefit all of us but you know there's a lot of fun involved in it sometimes it's uh gets a little hectic with people cooking all hours of the night and and laundry and not cleaning up after ourselves that well but yeah overall it's a pretty positive experience yeah that's that's really something i think that's you know the camaraderie that's built there and the fun that you're probably having kind of a a dad father figure but yet you know i i being around you i know you can lighten up and have some fun with these guys and kind of kind of some of the playful and the banter and the picking on and stuff that happens when people actually like each other that's pretty cool right so it's a lot of fun all of them have great sense of humor they're all pretty smart kids so it's good yeah, and so the expectation for those guys is to come here, get the expertise of Dante, train with a high-level person consistently day-to-day so that they can, you know, bring their career up. And meanwhile, they're coaching and and at least able to have a, a life and able to have some kind of a, you know, career that they're working towards and the fact that maybe at some point they're all – or they, you know, I'm sure you're going to lose some, but some maybe end up being in Toledo coaching jujitsu for five or 10 years, right? I could see that for sure. Um, they're all chasing a dream. They're yeah. all giving it their best shot. So that's all you can ask for. Um, you know, you give them, provide them an opportunity and then see where they can go with it. But it's fun to watch people pursue excellence and professionalism. And that's the one thing about Dante sets a great example. He's a pro's pro. Yeah. He takes no shortcuts. He sets a great example for them, for our students, and actually for me as well, because he just puts it all into it. All yeah. It. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty neat that you see somebody that young. I mean, he doesn't, if somebody offers him a fight, he takes the fight. If he's, I mean, he's pretty much beat up. I mean, that type of job has you somewhat beat up all the time, but there's never any excuses. There's never any complaints i mean i've never heard him complain once ever no it's he has pretty too amazing. much character for that he, yeah he has no excuses he lays it on the line he lives with the result because he he doesn't shortcut anything right so that's yeah. the way you got to do it though you can't have you know to get closure at the end of your career you have to lay it on the line or you're going to have regrets and i can honestly tell you i don't think he's going to have any regrets yeah that's pretty cool yeah okay. so the perrysburg gym you know, it's an interesting thing because you walk in, you kind of feel it, but like, what would you say separating the Toledo and the Perrysburg gyms? What would you say in regards to the Perrysburg gym itself uh, as its own entity? Yeah. Perrysburg is like a little bit of an older 
crowd and a little bit more laid back and it's got a kind of a small town feel it's very accommodating very open and when people walk in they instantly feel like they're a part of it yeah. so it's really a cool vibe not that that doesn't happen in toledo but it's sure. a little different because the, the, the guys that train in perrysburg are not older old old but a little older than toledo yeah. and it's a little bit smaller it's I mean, yeah too. it's smaller for you know? sure and i don't know i know you have a vision for perrysburg like an expansion at some point and i don't know if that'll be you know during covid or we don't know exactly how long that this is going to continue but at some point when we're beyond it or or wherever the timeline falls i know the there's a bigger plan that you've kind of started the ball rolling with right yeah we started uh doing our research we're going to try to expand it so hopefully when this lease is up and i believe that's next not this march but the following march we'll be in place to open the new perrysburg gym and we're really going to shoot big in perrysburg because we're going to have a boxing room separate from the jiu-jitsu room a big jiu-jitsu room a weight room a nice viewing area an outside workout area for flipping tires and pulling sleds a dorm so when we bring athletes in they have a place to stay and uh, uh more permanent housing for guys that are going to be here longer term so that's the goal that's pretty awesome yeah. like that'd be cool because you've got you don't just have those guys that live with you but you also have competitor high level competitors come into our gym to train with Dante to make themselves better to make Dante better like that's a that's a big part of the jiu-jitsu culture as well right a hundred percent we are always bringing people in for Dante to train with because uh you know every fight's a little different and every it's a different style he has to get ready for different styles so you have to try to bring guys in that can emulate the guy's fighting style and um plus it's always good to just get different looks and tough guys in there so that's always something we shoot to do is bring someone in at least once a month, once every other month. And then he goes to other people too, right? Absolutely. So he's, uh, he's out, I mean, bouncing yeah. around, going to get different looks with different, different gyms and different, different places all the time, right? Yeah, he's, he's always improving. He's always trying to get better, for sure. And, he, and sometimes he does have to travel to get better, for sure. Yeah. So then you've got the, other, the Toledo gym, which has just gone – I mean, to say it, an expansion is an understatement, a, a complete makeover on that gym. Like, first of all, I guess, what inspired that? And second of all, like, during this time, how is that transition? Just because we've, you know, we had lo lockdown, we had some, some pretty significant things that have happened since the plans were put in place to, to expand that big. Yeah, well, we originally did it. It took us a long time to work out the details, but... Once we started, they started construction, and then COVID hit, and it just went to a, a, a complete stop. So uh, that slowed us down a little bit, but it worked out. So when the COVID lifted, I think it was like a month later, we got to move into the new place. It's like, I think, 6,000 square feet. It's yeah. got a huge jujitsu mat, uh, nice locker rooms, a little boxing room, a beautiful viewing area, mm -hmm. office, and a reception area. So we're pretty proud of it. It's pretty nice in the... Uh, it's befitting a gym for a world champion. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like when it's not like the gyms you see. <laughs> like like there's just yeah. there's probably not very many gyms that are on that level. Like there, that's it's a pretty special place. Yeah, and that's a the lot goal. Of that's the goal is to always get better and make it special, make people feel like it's home away from home, and 
they look forward to coming and training. So that's always the goal, and that's going to be the goal in Perrysburg when we go, even even to expand upon that, even even at a larger scale, is the goal for right now. Yeah, and you've had not just the um, the Perrysburg to Toledo, but now you've also had an expansion in what you're offering. So you're now like gotten back to your old roots kind of in the boxing thing. Yeah. So I know Santos, which is one of the, one of the guys at the gym was kind of pick, pick, picking at you to start doing that. But yeah. either he picked enough or something kind of got reignited with you to do that. But now you've got, I mean, there's a, a lot of boxing classes and there's a lot of people going to them yeah. and it's, it's a pretty cool uh, little niche that you have there. So. Yeah, it, it, I, I would give Santos the most credit. Maybe, uh, maybe timing had something to do with it, but he kept putting it in my ear. And I, I miss boxing. Boxing was my first love for sure. I, I love jujitsu. I think it's a great sport, but I myself don't do jujitsu very often. But I've always loved boxing, and uh, I love teaching it. It's it's a lot of fun for me to teach, and the guys are there, are, and and girls are are amazing. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. So as a lifetime martial artist, I've I've done the boxing class thing, and I walk in there, and I feel like I've got two left feet. Like, it is a very, very different. And I, I've tried boxing before, and I knew it was hard. So I, I wasn't one of those people that just thinks you can go in there and punch something. It's right. not like that. I didn't think that. But it was even harder than I remembered it. Yeah. And I was I was shocked because... You know, you think everybody knows how to punch something. That's maybe they kind of do, but not in a boxing format. Not in that. It's just so. It's so interesting. It's so sophisticated. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I like to, you know, Doc Pino. I, I like to tease him because I tell him he struggles a little at boxing class, and I always tease him like, you know, who knew boxing was harder than surgery. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, the, the, the stereotype of the dumb boxer just doesn't hold water. You, you have to be athletic and have to have an intelligence to do it well. And it's, it is hard and it takes a long time to get good at it. Yeah. I would say, um, you know, as I mean, not that I've been a lifetime martial artist for, but for over 15 years, like it to, to go into a boxing class, I think you could teach somebody for probably three months to a whole year just to get their footwork not good, but just to get their footwork not wrong. Yeah, boxing like the, footwork the, is amazingly hard. It's amazingly difficult. Yeah. Like you could literally not even throw a punch and you could be working on your footwork and it would be it would still be difficult. I still think it would be hard. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun to watch people that know what they're doing when you've tried to do it yourself and don't know what the hell you're doing. You know, like uh, you, and you can see the difference. Like when there's 15 people in that 15 people in that class, if there's two that know what they're doing, you know who they are, right. you know, who they are in, yeah. a, in one second. I know who they are in 15 seconds, right. but it's really interesting to watch the difference between somebody that knows boxing and somebody that doesn't know boxing. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. So is, is your vision of this, you know, now we're starting to see kind of different areas come together. And so you mentioned, you know, a bigger facility where you'll have athletes that live there all year round and then athletes that come in and stay there once in a while in the jujitsu arena. And maybe you'll do some of that for boxers as well. Yeah. You know, inter interestingly enough, 
a couple uh, pros came in to our gym this week and have been working out in the mornings at our facility now. So there's a real possibility of more coming in when once we expand for sure. That's that'd be pretty so, cool. Yeah. So you're really coming together with. I mean, now you're you're offering boxing. You've got jujitsu. You're talking about after the expansion happens, you're going to have lodging for people, short term, long term, and weights and all their and space for other. I don't know, cross training type things. Yes. So you're able to offer like like this really becomes a pretty it's already a big deal so i don't want it but it becomes a really really big deal like a, a lifestyle center for people yeah on 100, some level 100 percent. and we our goal is to, to draw up real good professionals you know have them have camps at our place and when dante's getting ready have people there so you know iron sharpens iron and all the cliches but that's the goal to have high the highest level of jujitsu and and hopefully eventually boxing and in the area there. Well, the, one of the interesting things, and people have heard me say this many, many times, but like these guys are tough, right? They're really tough guys. But when you get them off the mats, they're the best people ever. Right. Like these are literally the highest quality people. And it's one of my favorite things that these people that are so tough and able to do what they're able to do in a physical sense, in, in forcing someone, you know, forcing another human to submit or give up or or knocking them out in boxing or whatever it is they're able to do that but they're so gentle and so kind yeah it's one of my favorite things because you you the martial arts and and also with the boxing i think people have this 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 stereotype that they paint and it's usually just because they don't know these people right. and once they get to know them you know, as somebody that's been around it for so long, it's just so neat to watch who that is. And it's really cool to see somebody like yourself who is clearly like a leader in this space. Like I, I, I've been around doing this stuff for a while. I've seen lots of gyms. I've never seen a gym evolve into something more than a gym where people like live there. People can come in and train there. They can leave. They can like, they can not just practice one discipline but more than one like this is like it's going to be i'm already watching it happen and it's really cool it's going to be really really neat to watch it evolve and then you know because still in the infant stages really right you know overall adamus is a is just a baby and dante's helping you kind of make a name for it but you know it's going to be really neat when you see Dante's protege, whoever that is, right. we don't even know who that's going to be right. yet. You've got, you've probably got a couple ideas. There's a, a young lady that's pretty special at, at, at our gym, but there's, and there's some really talented people, but it's going to be neat to watch that development and watch the gym and all these cool things. It's neat to be sitting down and talking to somebody. It's such a visionary. It's going to be really cool when we look back five years from now and we're like, remember when we were talking <laughs> right. about this and this right. and this, you know, so like I think all that stuff's fun. Is, is there anything else that people should know about with Adamus? Like, how do they get in touch if they if they're hearing something that they like? Like, how do they track you down? What's the process for? Hey, I'd like to try the boxing class, or I'd like to try some jujitsu classes, or those things. Um, well, we're offering. We always offer a free week to try it out, either both classes. So you you, you don't have to make a decision. So it's free for the first week. 
Our boxing class is free to all police, fire, military, veterans, and first responders. So the boxing part's always free to them. Um, That's cool. Yeah, we you can. The best way to do it is messages on Facebook because we just switched our um, our uh, website, and I don't I don't have it memorized sadly. So, but the best thing to do is message us on Facebook. The we Artemis can probably Jiu-Jitsu. insert it here, okay. right? Yeah, we can yeah. find that and insert it. So that would be the best way. And uh, we are running Christmas specials throughout till December twenty fourth that are substantially discounted. That's awesome. So. If you haven't subscribed to me yet, you should definitely subscribe to me. So that's something, if you've been watching our stuff, starting to get some of this material and you like it, I'd love you to share it. We're looking to share and kind of get the word out because Toledo is kind of a boxing town, Yeah. right? Like boxing is... Rich history of boxing. Rich history of boxing. And so, you know, there's just not very many opportunities... You know, you see some martial arts centers. Obviously, ours is unique having a black belt world champion. Right. Right. The, one of the best in the world. Which is unbelievable. It's really unbelievable yeah. that it happens in Toledo. Yeah. A Canadian that ends up in Toledo, it's pretty special. But then to have the boxing thing, too, like that's going to be, I think that's a really nice cherry on top of the Sunday. I think you're going to have a lot of attraction to that, like just kind of who it is. And I think there's, you know, it's it's a spot that, that's uh, a void's kind of been left for a little while in Toledo with that. Yeah. So I think you're filling, filling a hole. That's going to be pretty neat. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And, and, uh, it should be a lot of fun because that's the one thing about this whole thing is it's fun. I mean, it's not without its stresses and, you know, setbacks, but ultimately it's fun. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, if you're having a job that's fun, it's not really a job. So you wake up and you're, you know, in your case, you're living with a bunch of, young fraternity boy age although they uh, you know they're replacing the studying and the partying yeah. with lifting weights and right and jujitsu but um but it's still fun to be around that young enthusiastic and then to have somebody that's kind of leading them down that path with hey this is where we're going guys and and they're going to get an opportunity to be involved in it and commit to it if they want and it's not going to be for everybody and that's okay too because right. it's a big vision yeah you know, it's a big vision, and I know you've got some people that are pretty close to you that that help with, you know, some of the the connecting of the dots. But be honest with you, we all know you're the guy that signs on the dotted line. Like nobody else's yeah. his name is next to yours, really. Uh, when it comes to that stuff, it's you and Dante kind of driving the train. So yeah, so uh, we have a great staff though. Um, Mac Arnos is incredible. Uh, um, Sasha, little Sasha Reynolds, she's part of the staff. Liz Tran, great martial artist. Yeah. Uh, very, very impressive. Uh, little, short, small, but she All, scares me. Yeah. And also, <laughs> well, she runs circles around yeah. almost everybody. Yeah. You know, uh, another black belt world champion. Yeah. You another know? black belt world champion. Um, Daniel and Brad, both high quality guys. Nilo's a good guy. And then, uh, we have a little group of guys we call the Council of Elders that we lean on a lot for advice and direction, and um, so nobody does this alone. It, it, you know, every it, it, to make it work right, you need a lot of input, a lot of input. So I'm really happy about it. And Dante's just amazing. I mean, he's intelligent and he knows jujitsu inside and out, not just the fighting part, but the business part. So yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's a big big help. 
Big pre- help. Pretty neat to watch. So we're going to put some links here so you can kind of find Adamus and be able to connect the dots if you want to maybe try that week for free, which I would highly recommend. The jujitsu. I mean, I'm 48 years old, and I'm not the oldest one there. Like, yeah. I'm not even close to the oldest one there. A lot of times people think, well, I, you know, I did that when I was a kid, that martial arts thing. But let me tell you, I mean, I think I'm probably in the best shape of my adult life. Sure. And I've run marathons and done stuff like sure. that. Like, you go out on the mats and get and start grappling with another human. Like, it, you're using muscles you don't ever use for anything else. Right. It's very, very, it's, right. it's pretty awesome. It's pretty fantastic. And I'm very thankful to have found you guys, to be honest with you. It's made my life a lot better. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you having the, you know, having the the vision to be able to put this this thing together and keep it moving forward and not just being a lot of people during a time like this have just said, well, you know, we'll we'll start thinking about this stuff again when when COVID and that's not the way it's been an expansion of a new gym expansion of of opportunities for people to come into the gym and train more and all that stuff i think it's really really awesome yeah so, i appreciate it yeah and you're a big part of it so yeah. thank you yeah i love being a yeah. part of it it's a lot of fun yeah so guys that's it from us for now have a great rest of your day don't work too hard we're not working here so <laughs> we'll talk soon Products, services using the following business names: Great Financial Partners Insurance and Financial Services, Ameritas Investment Company, LLC, Vendor Fenra, SIPC, Security Investments, Ameritas Advisory Services, AAS Investment Advisory Services, AIC and AAS are not affiliated with Great Financial Partners. Products and services are limited to residents of states where the representative is registered. This is not offer securities in any jurisdiction nor is specifically directed to a resident of any jurisdiction. As with any security request, prospectus from the representative read carefully before you invest or send money. A representative will contact you to provide request information. Representative of AIC and AAS do not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your tax advisor or attorney regarding situation. Whew. Thanks for watching.